I love the fact that you said that you told me once that if if Mike, if Large is on Barstool Breakfast and he's ever doing a voice and it's supposed to sound like an old Jewish man, that it's not, that it's really no, it's your not. mom. It is my mother, 150% my mother. Oh, yeah. Someone so- could actually give him a hard time and be like, oh, how could you make fun of And he'd be like, no, no, no. I'm not making fun of any race, nothing. That is strictly. And then it would be like, oh, yeah, prove it. And then he would dial her and she would say, hello. (laughs) Hi, Mike. You know, and she's happy. She's, you know, she's, that's her being upbeat and happy. Yeah, that that is her upbeat and happy. I I think you've told me her. (laughs) Why can't you let me just be miserable? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly what she said to me. She was telling me a story and I said, well, look at the bright side. You, you know, you, it's nice to have options to go places. She was upset her cousin was coming, but she couldn't do it because she had too many things to do. Yeah. And I said, well, what, you know, it's nice that you have options. Can't I just sit here and be disappointed? <laughs> Why won't you just let me be disappointed? Like, uh, All okay. Right. All right. I should say it was more like, why can't I just sit here? And be disappointed. <laughs> she's, <laughs> oh, she's exhausted. St. Anne and O'Malley. You can, if you want to, just because. From one of our listeners that says, my sister's having this issue with my nephew, who is in his early teens, and the texting that goes on with his friends. How do you both as parents deal with this? Do you look into their phones or trust them? Maybe that is the topic you guys can discuss as moms. Um, on her part, it's overall behavior. We weren't raised in a social media world like the kids are today. So I wonder if that plays into it also. Well, for me, I um, I definitely track my kids' phones. Both the boys have, have iPhones, which scares the hell out of me because, um, you know, some parents don't want to give their kids phones because they don't want them calling. So they give them the eye touch, which I think is you're giving them the scary part. Like the phone is who cares who they call. They're not going to really sit there speaking to somebody that you can't see what number they call. It's the texting and the deleting is what the scary part is. Or that Snapchat, the Snapchat makes me nuts too, because um, 
well, let me go back. I don't want to jump ahead of myself. So I have three kids and my oldest is 14 and my middle guy is 11 and they both have iPhones. And I find that the texting is scarier with the middle guy because they haven't figured out yet how to identify emotion. Like I know sometimes even just with my husband, I'll send a text and he'll be like, well, I don't want you coming home all angry. And I'm like, angry. I'm not angry at all. What gave you that? Because a text has no emotion. So here I am on the deli line, just typing something back stream of conscious, conscious. And um, he's reading it almost with like furrowed brows on my end. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying that matter of factly. So kids can't decipher the difference between what's an emotional text and what isn't because you, nobody can. So I find that if I don't read either texts, then I can't see what's I'm, I'm losing my, I'm, I'm, I'm rambling and I don't mean to, but this is such one of those topics that I get so passionate about. Um, I have to make sure they understand that what you're feeling when you're reading this may not be what they're feeling when they're sending it and trying to convey that to an 11 year old is just mind blowing because he only knows what he's thinking and he can't possibly imagine that the person that sent this to him is thinking something different than that. So it's, it's, it's difficult and it can cause a lot of problems. Do you find that with your kids? Yeah. So the, the thing with mine is I, you know, my kids are older. Um, Obviously my daughter's, gosh, she's going to be 25 in a matter of days and she lives in California and she lives on her own. So I really have no, you know, she's an adult. Like if I was worried about what she was texting, then I'd be a weird, <laughs> a weirdo. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, the oldest son is 21 and middle is 19 and a half. And the youngest is now 18. The younger two didn't get phones until two years ago. Just because oh, really? I just didn't have, like, it just, I didn't have, you know, the money to, to have us all on phones and, you know, pay for the plan. And, you know, at the time, they just weren't super social. Um, my middle, right. you know, he wasn't super social and he was like, I really could care less about a phone. Um, and uh, the youngest was just like, yeah, as long as I can, you know, get in touch with you. Yeah, and we had at the time, you know, you know, when you get a bundle, internet, cable, you know, um, and then you get your tele- or telephone. Well, I, I was like, I don't have a telephone. Who has a telephone? So I went and got like a cheap telephone to have at the house. So right. they got home. If they needed to call me or do something, they, they had a way. But like we never really thought about it. It wasn't really something that they needed to do. They weren't super social. They're bookworms and they're, they're into like what it is that they want to do. And they weren't caught up into socialization. Um, like, like most kids. Um, so I think, I think this is all, this is all very much on the, the child's personality, how they were raised and what the intentions of the parent is. And if you have a child that's not doing anything wrong, but the parent is just having that like, um, 
like obsessive compulsive kind of reaction to anything that they're doing where they're like hovering and they're being, you know, they're kind of all up in, in the kid's business with, without like teaching them anything. They're just being nosy. Like right. you're, you're talking about teaching, you know, emotions and how, and how did this come across and this person might've felt this way and, and you, sh- you know, you don't have to take it this way or whatever, but the whole, the, like, I think there's a lot of people who are, are more nosy and they think that's parenting. I agree with you that's, 100%. That's not parenting. Um, that's just you're being nosy and you're choosing your parental role to be nosy because you're not down the road. You're not making those good parental decisions to to make it so that maybe your child knows to how to do the right thing in those areas that you say that you're worried about. So are you teaching your child if you're worried about your child's actions and behaviors, are you doing things? Are you being, are you showing them to be a good person? Are you holding doors for people? Are you helping people? Are you doing little things like, you know, I'm neighbor next door. She's elderly and a widow for two years. I'm going to, I'm going to spend a little bit of time over there shoveling. Are, Are you doing little things to teach your kids, you know, to the best of your ability, to be kind to others, to to treat others right, or are are you just doing you know having your own life and living your own kind of sheltered, selfish type life, and then now you're just up in your kids' business, and then See, I, I agree with you. you know? I do. I agree with you one hundred percent. And I find that there are so many kids out there that are. Um, up front, they really put on a great facade that they do all that and they do play the um, I'm, a, I'm holier than thou. But then when they get behind a keyboard, they become a little prick. Oh, and yeah. That's the, I, for me, that's the hardest part for um, like trying to decipher when it's a kid just saying something matter of factly versus trying to be a tough guy behind a keyboard. That's, that's hard to, it's hard to decipher for me at 45. I don't know how these kids can do it at 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15. You know, we had an issue with my older son where this one kid would, he would get, you know, keyboard muscles. He would say things so hurtful to kids. And when he would be in front of teachers and parents, you know, he was as sweet as pie. And we were up in Boston. I got a text from my son, like very upset he was at a party for, for, you know, what do they have? Um, the Jewish religion when a kid turns 13, the bar mitzvah, the bar mitzvah. And he was at a bar mitzvah and, um, you know, there's a, it's a long day and they have a lot of traditions in during them. And my son wasn't familiar with it. So, you know, a couple of the boys get distracted or, and, um, one kid saw that as an opportunity to bully the other ones. But even though he was there with them and they were all at the party together, he still to, chose to do it via text to my son. So he knew the kid knew we were away because Mick had a carpool with two of the other parents. So the kid was doing it to him on the text, but they're still stupid at 12. So he didn't think for a second that my kid would actually screenshot it and send it to me and be like, can you make this kid stop doing this? So, you know, it was really bad. It was really hurtful. And, um, 
the mother was in denial. Oh, my son would never do that. I'm like, okie doke. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, so it's, it's hard. It's hard to decipher when a kid is being, um, just like I said, stream of conscious versus being a little prick behind a keyboard. So I give, I feel for this, this mom, because you don't know how, the right way to navigate. Sometimes I'll say, do you want me to write back? And then I'm like, no, 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 I can't do that. That's, that's, you know, I wouldn't expect my kid to, to compete with the manipulating mind up with some other kid's mother at 45. I can't imagine this kid going toe to toe with me. I wouldn't, you know, I can't do that. But then I'm like, well, maybe I can, maybe it's his mom that wrote that. <laughs> you know? Maybe it's she and I battling out, but there are, but I do know that there are a couple of dads in town who will write for their kids. And it's not necessarily when there's something negative happening. Like sometimes, like one dad had told me he does it for his kid. If his kid's not around, he doesn't want his kid to miss out on something. So he'll text as the kid. And I'm like, Ooh, like, Ooh, first of all, you admitted that. No. Second of all, that's terrible. That's not good. First of all, cause you're a freak. Yeah. I would have, <laughs> no, but I mean, I just, you know, I'm, I'm kidding when I say that, but but what are we teaching our kids about like, oh, I had your back. Like, I, yeah, exactly. Like and this wasn't holding your place in line while you went to the bathroom. This was you like, know? you're being, you're, you're holding this, this imaginary social moment in, in his life and you're trying to keep it going. So he's included yet. He's not experiencing it. Right. So, I don't even know if he told the kid, like there's the, their text chain is so um, intense and so long that I don't even know if like, it's not like the kid scrolled back to see what he wrote 20 minutes earlier. So if the dad doesn't tell him, there's a good chance the kid never even knew. And a couple of times, you know, he's like, yeah, but it was a situation and there were a couple of girls going and I'm like, Oh, so now you're talking, you know, it's, and so it just gets, and I know like he wasn't doing it to be creepy, but it was, the creepiest thing I've heard. So when I looked at him, I'm like, oh no, you can't be doing that. Like that's just, now you're just chit-chatting with 13 year olds. Now you're that guy. And he's like, oh no, I wasn't trying to, and I'm looking at him. He's like, oh yeah, I am doing that. Oh yeah, you are. <laughs> like you are that guy. Yeah. You're, I know your intention was the, and, and maybe you're in your mind, your intent, the intention was there yeah. to do the right thing. But that is, you know, foul in my book. I, yeah, I, <laughs> you know, it's so weird because I, you know, obviously I'm, you know, a big user of, of Twitter. Um, yeah, I've had Instagram for, God, I don't know, many, many years. Um, I feel like I have a ridiculous amount of posts, but I haven't really used it much um, in the last uh, year or two. I just kind of, I don't know. I, I'm not into selfies. And if I open up, you know, like Instagram and it's just like, oh, 200 people I know did another selfie today and they they've done it every day this year and they're going to continue to do it I just it gets to a point where I'm just like oh I know what you look like I really could care less I just, exactly so, so I don't I don't check it as often um I'm just much more into like the Twitter world um I don't use Facebook um you know hardly uh it's, it's pretty bad I um but yeah, I, I know that there's people who live in these worlds and I wonder what we're doing when we're teaching our kids. And I think um, it was another story before we started um, where the woman who was afraid 
uh, I, and I don't know how the story ended up panning out, but I'll just use this as an example. She made a post about how sad she was because her one kid wasn't getting the algorithm likes that her other kids were getting. Oh, God. And she was so deep in the weeds within this, you know, every time she posted pictures of her kids, she was like, she had like a breakdown of who got more likes and who, what pictures got more love. And she discovered that this one child got less. And then she was like, oh no, he's going to be traumatized. I thought, you know, he might be traumatized, but it's not going to become you know, because of this percentage that you're talking about, it's going to be because you traumatized them. Because exactly. you're, feeding, exactly. you're feeding into what is important in life. And all of this stuff is not important. It really isn't. I agree with you. It's the same thing as the mom who tans her kid, right? She, she wants her, the kid to be somehow bumped up in status socially. That one is the amount of likes. This one is the way the kid looks. Like there are so many insane parents out there who try to do whatever they can to jockey for this higher status position socially. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. We had a mom back in the early eighties that used to get to birthday parties early before the birthday party mom put the gifts away. That way she could see all the stuff that the kid got. And then she would go out and she would mirror shop everything that that kid got. That way her daughter didn't show up the next day at school and didn't have the same thing that, you know, the party girl had. And she did it. She did it for years. She did it for years. You know, go f- I was like, from looking at your face, I could see you're absolutely astonished by that. What? <laughs> she did. And it was just, you know, the moms would laugh whenever that they would see the mom coming up. Like you would see like the birthday party mom do a mad dash, like throw jackets over the gifts and stuff like that. And I don't know if the mom just didn't care that people knew or if she actually thought nobody knew, but she used to do it all the time. Wow. (laughs) That's just some, this is what I'm talking about. There's sort of like there, there's people and there's probably, you could, you could say this woman, she was so caring. She loved her child so much. But you're, the, these people, they're spending their time on the wrong focus of, uh, yes. of, of raising your kids. So if you're, if you're there and you're like, oh, you know, I've, you know you're, you're doing all this crazy stuff and then your kid has a reaction to you. And that, I, that's, that's one of the things I asked with, with this question that got presented to us was, How's, you know, there's a concern there, but like, is this just a basic concern? Like, hey, you know, this, you know, they're growing up and, you know, now they're going to be having a phone or is this, you know, a presented problem with this child? And I still don't know how to quite answer because I don't know if this, if the mom is, is going down the road of spending the energy in the right areas for her child or Or is he known to be a problem child at times? 
and he's not really a problem child. Like I don't, I don't right. know if well, he it's is. A loaded question. It's a loaded question because there are so many different variables and, and avenues you could go down. Is it a thing where he got caught with inappropriate pictures on his phone? Is it the kind of thing where he's getting texted late at night, mean things by kids that are bullying him? Is it the kind of thing where he's so into texting that he's not focusing on schoolwork? There are so many different avenues that you could, that you could go down that it's, it really is a loaded question. So there's almost no way to answer it because, you know, to blow your mind again, there's another (laughs) mom. You're going to love this one. So you know how every school in the front by the front office has a lost and found box. Oh yeah. There's a mom who actually calls it shopping. She goes shopping in the lost and found when she knows that one of like the um, kids whose mom buys them the vineyard vines or the North Face stuff, like she watches to see every day what's in it. Kind of like, um, kind of like Home Goods. If you go to Home Goods often enough, you see that what come, the new stuff that comes in versus the stuff that's been there for a while, and you know when they're putting the new stuff out. Not that I do this, I just happen to know that that's a thing. <laughs> but she will watch the. She will bring lunches like every other day so that she can keep her eye on the lost and found box. That way she can go shopping because if no one's claimed it within a day and in her mind, it's a free for all. She can go in and go and shop and take it. And she knows which, like she knows which stuff belongs to which kid. I, I just could never ever do that. I would, I could see myself going to the lost and found box and returning everything to this rightful owner. Like, I know this is yours. I've seen you wear it. It's got to be yours. You know, like, <laughs> But I could never be like, oh, there's a North Face hoodie. I'm going to eyeball it. It's still there. It's still there. 47 hours is mine. Like, I couldn't do that. But she does. She likes to go lost and found shopping. (laughs) Crazy, right? And I can't imagine she's the only one. I can't imagine she's the only one that does that. Does, does Does she show up? like dressed to the nines too. Like I, I'm out of that she world. Used to. She I'm out of that, that whole world where, you know, go spend an hour a day or, you know, hour a week. But that's the one thing that always got me was showing up and looking around. And here I was, you know, in my jeans and my vans or my chucks. And I'm just kind of like, uh, I, have like a, every day. I have like a concert tee on that has like, you know, it's, it's something crazy. There's probably a skeleton and a, a pirate ship or something on me. And then there's these people, they look like they could, I don't know, go to I, any, anything. I mean, just they're dressed to the nines. I mean, sequins, everything. Well, the only clothes they're buying are their own. They're shopping in the the lost and found ones for their kids. And they have the money to buy their kids stuff. They just don't want to. And it's not because they don't want to, because they don't want to spend the money. They They want to have what all the other kids have. So they want to make sure they get the right stuff. And the stuff that these kids, because the kids have no clue what they're leaving behind on the basketball court out in the back or in the playground, the kid, it's a sweatshirt. The kid just takes off because he gets distracted. You know, and it really is the mother's fault for buying a kid a $48 Vineyard Vines long sleeve t-shirt at, that the kid is going to get too hot, take off and just wear the undershirt underneath it. You know what I mean? Like they don't, the kid has, right. doesn't know any better. And, uh, 
but she knows like, she's like, she just wants to her kid to have what the other, all the other kids are wearing. And that's the best way to do it is to take everybody else. One thing from you, one thing from you. <laughs> and I didn't, believe me, I didn't ask for it. I didn't, I, it's not like I, you know, solicited this information from her. I just happened to have said something and she was like, oh no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping off their lunch, but I really just want to see what's in the lost and found bin today. And there was no, you know, and then I, and I love the people that say, well, you know, I'm, I don't, it's not like I tell that to everybody, but I know that I can tell you because I'm thinking, why, why would you think that you could tell me that I would never do that. I would never take something that didn't belong to me. I I just wouldn't do that. Why would you think I would want to be the one to know that? But I'm, for some reason, that happens to me a lot. I get told stuff like this. <laughs> yep. And I am. I am a vault. Like, I will keep things that you tell me in confidence. But, um, like, quirks like that, you just have to, you know, that, that's the kind of stuff you just got to share. I mean, I would never share locally, like, who was doing that. But then again, I don't think I would have to. I think everybody would kind of know <laughs> what that was, you know. Yeah, if people hear this, they're like, oh, we know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they all know who it, who it is every now and then. Yeah. I'm sure she's had to have those mishaps where she's taken a shirt and across the back, it'll have like McCarthy right across the back of it. <laughs> like a shit <Yeah>. look. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, that is... Yeah, I just don't get that. And it's very strange. I don't I don't get it. That, you know, I, I don't get... And there was something that was being discussed... Today, um, on Barcel Radio with Kevin um, and Casey, and I, th- I think it was Fight Alert. They're talking about how people are are having to share their um, their locations with their spouses. Like there's a location service on your phone. Right, right. I have my, we have ours, in, we have ours enabled, but I, right. I mean, if I remember to look at it, it's really just because I'm looking for just the 14 and 11 year old. Like I need to know. Right. Because if he's telling me that he's, you know, oh mom, we're just going to go out and play basketball at the school that's up the block and around the corner. That's fine. But if I look on, I want to be able to see right. that he's, I want to make sure. And we all share the same, um, like everything on their phones comes through ours. Yep. So, like, you know, what every is, text message, every everything. What I is mean, the app for that? Do you do you have? Is it an app or is it a setting? It's a setting in the iPhone. Like they, in order for them to log into their phones, mm-hmm. they log in under us. Like we all have the same one login. Okay. For that, and I mean, everybody like Mike's text messages are private. Mine are private. I mean, it's not like we're putting our phones away at night, like locking it. But um, like the kids' phone numbers come through our phone. So Mick's phone goes through Mike's and Finnegan's phone comes through mine. Except I can see Mick's, um, I have his text logged in. His phone mirrors on my iPad. Okay. Because I don't want Mike to be getting all the Mike's mixed texts like that would drive him absolutely crazy so right. even though they share a phone line like that everything i have it a third one logged in just for his texts and stuff like that so everything on my ipad mirrors it. otherwise mike would have to get everything like that and that would just make him nuts and then i don't know if i'd be able to i guess i would be able to separate because i could separate fins from mine 
I don't know how I did it. The guy in the Apple store, you go sit at that genius bar. Okay. And when Mick wanted an iPhone, um, I told, I told him like, it's, I never hid that from him. It's not like I said, you know, here's your iPhone. And then haha, I'm going to go near right. it on like Mike and I knew what we had to do. I called the, the, the Apple people and then, um, Mick and I went and sat down at the Genius Bar. We did it in the one in the city. And he and I sat there and the guy configured our phone. We had all the logins that we needed. Right. And then um, I brought my iPad with me so that his phone wouldn't get inundated. And I got to be honest, I really don't look at it that often. I don't, I don't, I really don't. There's right. every time that I've done it, I've never had a reason to be, to question him about anything. So I never really felt, I don't feel the need to be like every night at 1130, I'm going to go through everything and make sure I I don't do that. I definitely don't do that. And he, like, I don't read each email either. or I don't read each text. I kind of just glance through everything's good. There's, you know, and 90% of the time he doesn't respond to anybody anyway, if there's a group text, Um, you know, and at 14th, I'm sure there's a degree of inappropriateness that should be there. So that's there. You know, kids. Yeah. yeah. I don't find that there's anything real. Like the, in the middle one, everything that every text he gets comes to all his stuff comes to my phone. And he doesn't text that much because it's off during the day while he's at school. So I don't no, I find that's, that. Yeah, I think that's great that uh, that's, that's one way to approach a lot of things with uh, parenting um, or just relationships in general is the whole upfront. This is how it's going to be. Right. Especially if you're the one in charge um, and, and truly the one in charge and not the one trying to be controlling. I think, you know, the parents are in charge. You're not trying to be controlling. I think there are people who are trying to be controlling and that's that's a another topic but um when you're in control you're saying this is what's going to happen good news you're going to have phones other good news is you know we're going to make sure that you're safe that if you know something happens you know at least we'll be aware of it you know guess what we have lives too but you never know when we're going to be you know reading everything or not so it's just sort of like um I don't want to quite say big brother, but it is kind of the, hey, at any point, you know, whatever I do, I should probably stop and think. And if that's what it does and that's what trains them to do, I think a lot of us in life, even in our 40s, probably need to stop and think. I think that's an excellent way of putting it though. I mean, that's, that's what you've allowed for it. And it's, there's no this. Look at me. Yeah. And, <laughs> Mother of the year. Yeah. And you're pro I mean, I, I know we've talked about this before, but you've never come off as I've never heard you talk to the kids or say anything like, well, I'm going to be going through those messages of your, I mean, like oh, I've never God, heard no. that from you. Like no. you, how many times, I mean, we talk, there are days where from the minute one of us gets up, it's, <laughs> I mean, until we go to bed, like, it's really kind of funny. I'm like, oh, thank God Mike knows who you are. Otherwise, I know, right? Let me see your phone. Who are you texting? This is number. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. But that's an excellent but, way of putting it. And I think yeah. that's, I've never really thought about it that way, but it, there are a lot of parents that do do that. And they do it right down from like they socially engineer their text messages, their clothes, their yeah. their backpacks, their um, yeah. 
it's amazing how, no, I'm definitely not controlling. I don't want to be controlling. I, it's, I'm kind of having fun. I mean, I might have to do that. I'm definitely going to have to do that more with my daughter. I mean, we see it with just that TikTok. Do you know what TikTok is? Oh, yeah, I know. Because Ken Jack likes to go, let's post TikToks. And then he just posts them. And then as I see them come in, I'm just like, this is such what a What is he on? What is his title for them? He just goes, I think I'm going to do a TikTok thread. Let's do a TikTok no, Ken thread. Ken Jack is the guy that he works for Borstal. Yeah. He's, um, uh, does he do lights, like lights camera? Oh, he's the, he's the lights camera action guy. Yeah. He does the, the reviews of movies. Yeah. And he does a, he does a, he does a TikTok thread almost every day. It seems like it's insane. It's a riot. I mean, we'll be in the car all the way down to DC and my daughter's in the back seat doing selfies on herself, singing into this, into the, into the, um, the screen and they are a riot and every now and again you come across one kid like I have one niece who is just fantastic at them she comes up with these expressions and the hair and the ones that she picks to um lip sync to are just like I can't breathe I actually sit there and I start crying because I'm laughing so hard and it's so much it's so much fun because it you really get to see their personalities and it's I, I have a ball with it but I'm worried that because every time she does one, she'll be like, can I put this, can I make this public? And I'm like, no, you cannot. You have six followers. Right. Two of them are aunts. <laughs> you know, one's a friend. And, you know, the other three are cousins. Like, it's not, not going to happen. Right. Um, he's dying to make it. You know, I want it to go viral. She's eight. And because of the line of work that her father's in, she's yeah. very well aware of right. followers and um, reviews and ratings and rankings and all this stuff because she hears him talking about it all the time. So she's very hyper aware of, of um, right. that stuff. So I'm going to have to be very careful with the social media with, with the eight-year-old. So right now she has nothing but TikTok, TikTok, TikTok on my phone. But it's, it's fun to watch. I took a selfie today by accident. Um, I went to, there was a gorgeous sunset. So I was getting gas in my car. So I picked up my phone and I go to take a picture of it. And I don't really pay attention to a lot of things. So when I open it and I open the camera, I didn't realize right away that it was facing me. I took the picture and then I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, how do I delete that? I couldn't delete it fast enough. And then you have to actually go into like a recently deleted album to delete everything. And I still had to see the same picture again. And I was mortified. I was like, holy crap, please don't let anybody go. Like that's the, that's going to be the most degrading thing ever to go into your recently deleted album because it's always pictures that are bad of you or something that you don't want anymore you know hence the term delete but it doesn't just delete right away like you actually have to go through these pains of actually deleting it and seeing it over again just when you think that you got rid of it shows up again in this this hidden album yeah yeah and depending on what you have it linked to so if you take a picture on your phone and then you have it connected to uh, go directly to your cloud, then it will then be on your Mac when you get home. And <laughs> oh, God, really? I didn't know that. It's crazy. It depends on, on your settings, but I'm yeah. going to have to fix that. How do you do? Wait. Oh, we're going to, you're going to have, we're going to have to go back to the genius. <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to go back there. Well, it's, it might not be there. It might not be on your settings. So. Oh, that would be terrible. Yeah. But yeah. So today they were talking. Um, on um, 
Yeah, on um, Barcel Radio, and I believe, I believe it was KFC, um, Kevin, um, Feilberg, and Casey. Um, normally Jared's there, but he had um, a personal matter to take care of in Boston, and so they were they were talking about. Um, somehow the the topic came up of, I think it had to do with a caller sharing locations. Oh, right. You were saying that. And it was like, like a new relationship, like, you know, sometimes people are, are quick to, you know, you want to share the location or there's a reason for it for, you know, maybe an evening. Right. But but then it's like, oh, if you re- if you take it away, if you stop that, then then there comes a problem with, well, why aren't you letting me see where you are? Like, ah, I just what, checked what mine. Are, mine are on. Yeah. Like, like where, everybody in my family can see where I am at all times. Yeah, and it's like, well, you know, what are you trying to hide? And they're going on, and I tweeted out like how nauseous I was feeling from the whole like conversation of having like, is this how it is? Like you start dating someone and then it's, Oh, I need to know everything about everything that you're doing. And if you're going to, if you say you're going to leave work at five and you don't end up re- leaving work at five, you leave work at five forty-five because something happened. You started getting stuff done because the place started, you know, it got quieter. And then, you know, then someone's like, well, you know, I can understand if you have plans, but if you're just trying to go home, like you, you're not, you don't owe anyone, you know, to show up somewhere. You're just, you're just going to go home to your apartment, which this person doesn't right. live at. Like what, why, why are they on your case? Like, so is it the fear that they're not where they say they are? Is it the fear that they're supposed to be doing something they're not? Or is it the fear that they're being lied to? It sounds like, it sounds like more like the issue with the person who's, I think yeah. it's, I think it's a whole, I think it's a whole host of reasons. I think there's a That's whole crazy dynamic of people who actually think it's normal, who can't even imagine a world where location and knowing where people are um, is not normal. In other words, they think if you're not sharing your location, if you're not doing this, then you're hiding. You're oh my being God. And I'm thinking, when oh, that's, did, that's the person. That's the person who had this. This has to be, though, from this tech world. Like, they, were, they brought up a good point, which had to do with. Snapchat. Oh, I don't know. I think every, I think every generation has, their, has, has a. I think that's just, I think that's human. I think that's, that person's just a, just I a think weirdo. I absolutely do. I, and I think, some people, I think some people can sort of get trained on it without realizing, I mean, kind of, they're kind of going along and they're, they're just sheep and maybe they wouldn't normally think this way, but because everyone else around them thinks this way, they kind of go along with it. Like they were saying how Snapchat did away with like the best friend label, like the person that you used to share snaps with the most would get right. like this top, this top part. And then what happened was um, it caused so many problems that they removed this feature. They, they, 
they brought in something different. But what was happening was, say somebody was sending out snaps unto you, you know, or maybe mass snaps to different people at different times during the day, but it was more than your, your boyfriend was. And so this guy oh. would be your, your best friend. <laughs> you know, That would be you, O'Malley. Oh, yeah. I would, I would yes. be sending you all these text messages. I'm going to make everybody else jealous in my life. Why are you sending them to her, not me? Who has the time for this? Holy cow, these people need to get a life. This is the thing. I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm working and I'm, of course, the whole, the whole idea of someone actually like invading my space and like, what are you doing? I'm going to go over here and read. <laughs> like, what do you think I'm doing? Like, do I need to answer someone over everything? Like, I could not live that way. Like, I felt like I was being suffocated. Um, like listening to just this. listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, my, my location services is on. And but you I have such a different dynamic. Like you have, you've already established the healthy <laughs> relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like your relationship was established before, you know, the first iPhone. It, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know. So I think with people that's who have I mean. a Don't great you think human nature, right. like if you're if you're a, if you're an obsessive, and you if you're obsessive over somebody and you're um, controlling. That's yes. going to come out whether, whether it's the phone, whether yep. it's pencil case, whether it's shoes, whether it's you didn't make your bed. I think that's going to come out in anything. Like I, I really couldn't care less where anybody was, except if it's a Friday night and I'm being told we're going to the park and then I don't want anybody veering off. And because I have a kid who's at a very impressionable age, you know, like if some, I, like, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think I would know to, I don't think I'd want to know where anybody is at all times. Like I wouldn't want to know where Mike was. I'd rather have something to talk about at dinner. <laughs> yeah. If I can't trust that he's going to tell me where he was. Then it's either he doesn't want to share it for whatever reason. And that's private to him for whatever the reason is. Right. I, I don't, geez, if I start to focusing on that, then I myself need to get, a, I need to find a hobby. And yes, this goes back to... Or a therapist. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and it's like the people who are, are focusing in on this it, are using these, these tools Ugh, um, as their way of like managing the relationship instead of working like... Oh my on, God, who wants to manage their relationship? Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's like, like that okay sounds too hard right now that it we've been together awesome. for a certain amount of time we're going to you know now I'm going to be your you know I can't I can't if you have to work that hard then that's probably not the relationship for you like you're no. supposed to be able to look forward to sitting down whether it just be on the couch or passing in the hall or be like oh my god guess what I saw that was cool today versus being like well I saw you were passing such and such on the highway today. Like, well, that's no fun. Like, I don't, I, I tell you, it's more fun from, I think, a parent's perspective. Like, one of my friends, <laughs> I think this is great. You'll appreciate this. He has his son on the location. Like, I think we, I think we all do. Like, we all have our kids on that, the low jack on them. And eventually, you know, it, like, my kids will probably be 30 before I forget to turn it off. You know what I mean? <laughs> But he wanted to see where his son was. And 
he like however he does it on his was it the android i don't know how it works but he was able to it tells you like buildings that are around your kid so it said and i'll use the kids i'll, I'll say the kid's name is brian i don't my kid doesn't have a friend named brian so i'm safe okay um brian is at and it said romance depot <laughs> oh, the romance like, depot, so which we talked about before. Yes, yes, that, 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 that exact one. The, yes, one hundred percent. Mike gets the bullet so dolls, and then he offers to get you a cup of coffee on the way home. That's right. The Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you want something from Dunkin' Donuts? No. Oh, wow. Um, so it said Brian's at Romance Depot. So he took a screenshot of it and he sends it out as a as a blast text to all the other parents that were on the group chat. And there's about, um, there, there's like, you know, 36 parents on this group chat. He's like, well, I know Brian's on his way home. And it's like, you know, he shows the picture. So we're all dying because we think it's the funniest thing ever. And then he posts it on Facebook. like on, And it's just like, you know, he's only got like 150 friends on Facebook. It's all pa- like, you know, it's just friends and cousins and stuff. And we're dying. So I see him the other day. So I said to him, does your son know that you have the location thing on it? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, does your, does your son know that he was at the Romance Depot? He's like, he's like, oh, that was so funny. I forgot about that, this, that thing. But he was just traveling down 17, you know, but that just happened to be where he was passing at the time. Right. He's like, oh my God, no. I'm like, so your son has no idea that you sent that out to all the parents and you sent it out, like you posted it on Facebook. He's like, oh my God, no, he'd kill me. <laughs> like, I thought that was so funny. Like, you know, he's, uh, he's ex- totally exploiting the kid. The kid has no idea he's the butt of the joke, but we were all dying. I, I love that stuff. But I mean, if you have to low jack your boyfriend or your girlfriend, that is not the relationship for you. Like, or, or you know what? Not even for you. That is the relationship for you because obviously you're a controlling freak. It's not the relationship for the other person and they need to get out and get away yeah. from you real quick. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine being in a relationship with someone who has to be um, up and about and going places. Oh my God. Like, like say Mike, where he's having to, you know, at any moment, they could be like, oh, we're going to go do this shoot and we're all going to get in a taxi and we're going to go you know, somewhere. And like, could you imagine if you were like crazy and you looked at it and you're like, why are you over here? Like, you know, that's insane. insane. And that's not even on him. That's on me. If I got like whoever, whichever person's doing that, that's on them. That's crazy. Like that's, that's, that's psychotic. That's gotta be a form of, of psychosis, right? That you're, that you're obsessing over somebody else's behavior. That's that's yeah and that's unfortunate like I think that's unfortunate I think somebody who does that needs help because I'd rather hear like part of the allure and part of the mystery and part of the attraction is tell me what you found interesting you know let me know what you're about I want you know I'm married 20 years it's still fun to hear what he did during the day and where he went and I'm sure there's stuff that he doesn't tell me but it's not because he oh I'm not going to tell her I did that it's because it wasn't interesting to him you know like Maybe it would have been interesting to me, but that's not up to me to decide. Like, and there's, and vice versa. Like, I'm sure I do things that he would have found interesting that I'm like, ugh, I'm not going to talk about that again. I thought it was terrible the first time I did it. (laughs) 
you know, like, but if he was like, Oh my God, I saw that you were, that you checked in. It's like, it's like the Facebook, right? Where they check in. Ooh, I don't, I don't do that. I, I would never do that. I mean, no. I'll take a picture and like, well, put, we did oh, listen to this one. So we were on vacation once and we did that. We were, um, I'm like, I'm trying to dance a fine line. We were, um, we went on vacation once and we were like, let's just have a nice quiet night because we knew that it was like a hot spot where there was a lot of families from town here, there. Okay. We were like, we're going to kind of keep it quiet. Is that anything? And he's giving me the lecture, like, you know, don't tweet it out. Don't this, don't that, the other, some other thing. And, um, he did it, but he didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> he took a picture of the wine corn with the waiter and, um, his location, because we keep our location services on, and this was about, I'm going to say this is six years ago. So <laughs> he does the, the wine corn. He takes a picture with the waiter and about an hour and a half later, like three families walked in to the hotel that we were staying at's bar. And we were like, he looked at me. I'm like, I didn't say a word. I said nothing. And then they were like, oh yeah, we saw the unicorn. So we knew that, you know, and it said where you were. <laughs> and I was like, this is on you. This, you know, exactly. It's all your fault. <laughs> yeah. Not me, buddy. Not but me. You, like you can't uh, check in. And that was a face, I think it was a Facebook thing where it's, you know, Mike yeah. McCarthy checked into whatever the, I don't even remember which hotel it was, but, and here he is with the waiter with that goofy unicorn. Yeah. I, I think a lot of this stuff kind of slowly became a part of our, our lives because it was cool and it became, you know, like a, Oh, I'm out and about. And you think, Oh, I'm going to do this because it's going to save a memory. I think a lot of yeah. us started that way. With like, you know, like Facebook. Well, who doesn't want to check into the white house when they're in DC or something yeah. to, you know, the golden nugget when they're in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I re I remember at I'm first doing nugget. it and I'd be, you know, with friends and, it was usually someone tagging me and, and it would just accept, you know, on my page. Oh, I hate being tagged in pictures. And, or it would just be like, oh, we're here for whatever. And I started getting creepy messages from, from guys like, oh, oh, I know where you are. You know, like now I know who you like know. Like you know them? Are. Or that you didn't know, know them? Or people that, that they knew? No, like people that I knew like very briefly that I didn't know like very well. And it was like, oh, you know, then there was times where I would be somewhere and someone would be like, oh, I'm, I know that you're there. I'm coming over in five minutes. I'm like, oh no, oh, oh no, 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 no. And so I, I only get those from cons. Oh good. I love that. <laughs> like I see you're up. What, is, what are you cooking? What's, what's large cooking? <laughs> I saw that over the weekend. He's like, I'm going to steal her. <laughs> but yeah, so I stopped doing that and I set my, I set everything up so that I had to like approve everything before it would come through so that I, you know, I couldn't, I wouldn't have that problem. And then if I wanted to remember something like the evening, I would then do the check-in on the way out. Oh, that's a smart move. Well, now you can untag yourself. You used to not be able to untag yourself. Now you can untag yourself. I did. I, I got to be honest. I do miss the dislike button. Remember, oh. the dislike, you give the thumbs down. 
did they use, did they, did they, they had that for like a really short time? And I was oh. a huge fan. Like I <laughs> dislike, disliked. I don't like you. And I don't like what you posted. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't I even that. know. See, this is how, this is how. I, I, I think so, they, I mean, unless they confusing with another, just another app, I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure it was Facebook that had the dislike button. <laughs> Did they ever, I don't know if they ever tried it I, or maybe they had a handful of people trying it out. I think they, they do release um, uh, updates. Well, I'm so people. old. I chose the color brown for dirt. Don't you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I, well, I, so I saw that and I just, that, or I heard that today and it, it just made me think about how it was when you met large and, you know, obviously you saw each other, kind of, I mean, you were in the basic same area, but if you had, I land, fell in love with him first sight, but, but if I you had, like, right. but if you had plans, you set up the plans and, you know, he either showed up or maybe you got a phone call in between, like confirming like, oh, okay, it's going to be, you know, whatever time. And then, you know, away you went, like, that's how it used to be. Oh yeah. It was, it was, you know? it was a labor of love. Yeah. And we used to have like, people had to communicate, like true communication had to happen right. about, you know, what was going on. And then people weren't on, I, I look at, I look at this stuff and I hear about this stuff. And, and of course, besides the nauseousness that it gave me and thinking I am never dating ever again, was it just like the visual of seeing children on those leashes you know how parents put children on leashes? And I don't have a problem with those. No, no, no. But you know, like that was the visualization that I'm seeing. Like, so now here's this 24-year-old woman putting a leash on her boyfriend because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a, you know, now that they're dating for a month, now she's got all the rights in the world to Oh my God. Them down. And it's like, well, they have girls and, and vice versa. I mean, I'm yeah. just a girl. So I'm going to talk from the girl's standpoint. Like, but back then it was, um, what you would have to do is you'd have to be together 24 seven. Like if you had, like, I remember girlfriends who had very controlling and, um, had very controlling possessive boyfriends and they made them be with them all, all the time. I mean, they couldn't do anything like this. The bell would ring. And if they went to the same high school, like they had to walk from class to class together or they'd have to meet at the front office at, you know, why weren't you? Like, I remember possessive people like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I remember, God, I haven't thought about that in years. Yeah, but think about how that, they had to actually show it and their their possession was known to everyone. Like, oh, yeah, it was. It was like, so known. Whereas now people can be almost low key like you can hide behind it, hide behind all that of this keyboard. stuff and then be angry with the person the minute they walk through the door. And they could scream and yell at them without yeah. actually saying a word because of the texting. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's scary. I mean, it, like, this is like a, a like a, some, an unbalanced person's or, you know, un, somebody who's very controlling and, and not, <laughs> oh my God, back uh, then they not very secure person, you know, 
dream or nightmare. I don't know. What oh my it's God. Like, but it's, it's either one or the other, but yeah. it, I'm just like, Oh my God. This That's is, crazy. Remember, this is remember the 900 numbers, like where they would actually call and talk to someone and like mm-hmm. the other end of the phone, like they would like, it was like, well, there's our reality versus fantasy for today. O'Malley. Yeah. I'm mean, 900 number right here. You are thinking you're dialing up somebody that's this gorgeous. And she's really like this, this, um, disgusting person with lettuce, just like stuck to their cheek because they have a big hero next to the bed, but they just happen to have an amazing voice and give good phone. Oh yeah. Right? Giving good phone is, you know, very important. It's a gift. <laughs> it really is a gift. People who can give good phones, that's, that's a good, that's a gift. Oh yeah. Back then, that's what you get. You gave like now it's all pictures and, and mm-hmm. people left and right, but people can tell if that's really you or not. Yeah. Because now you Google somebody and there's an image of random image of you from Facebook doing something with your kid. You know, that's creepy. The fact that there are a lot of people out there who aren't in the spot. Like I know that, you know, Mike is large from Barstool Sports. So you type in large from Barstool Sports and you'll get pictures of everything, you know, (laughs) like I I get that social media. I had to do something and I was, I was, I had to type it. This was like a month ago. And I meant to tell you, I, I was talking about, I was looking up something from Barstool and it had to do with um, a merchandise that had to be large because my oh. boys, if I boy, if I, for my boys, you know, they're five, they're six, two and six, three, they're, you know, tall. Big so, yeah. And yeah, well, if they buy extra, they're so thin that extra large is kind of, mm. so mm-hmm. they really need like a long large. So we don't have that problem in our family. It's usually triple X and it's not. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> doing that and I was uh, trying to pull something up. I, I don't know how I, I, I don't know, whatever reason. And it like brought up all these pictures and it was like large parcel and it was like Mike, 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 Mike. And then, and then like mixed in there was big cat. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. <laughs> I'm like. With the size big versus oh, large. Big oh, that's large. And it was just sparsed and I was like, okay, this is funny. Um, all right. So I need to fix my, out my, uh, my search engine request here, but. Well, we had to have a conversation with the school in, um, I guess it was, I'm going to say maybe five or six years ago when my son, my oldest was in third and fourth grade. They, um, they, they introduce them. They have these Chromebooks in school and they Google them and um, they're allowed to use uh, Google go or something like that. I don't know. But the teacher, every teacher <laughs> said, okay, guys, so what we're going to do today is we're going to sit down and we're going to find some information out and see how you, the internet searches this, that, and thing. So they all had to Google their own names. So Mick, you know, typed in Michael McCarthy and it came up Douchebag of the Year Award from the, from the, <laughs> the teacher's like, um, you know. Mrs. McCarthy, when you get a sec, can you just come in and we just, just so we can have a quick chit chat? And we're like, yeah, sure. No problem. You know, there's mix it. And they're like, I didn't do anything wrong. I just typed in because <laughs> of the take a report when you had the take a report. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mike McCarthy wins douchebag of the year award. We're like, oh my God. So I was like, oh, no. I looked at the teacher. I'm like, you know, this really is on you. I mean, maybe you should Google each kid's name first or. Right. You know, I don't know. Maybe you should put the word. I mean, he's a like, well, profanity and stuff. We, we we do as much filtering as we can. I'm like, well, maybe you should put the word douchebag in there. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's not like he 
create my fault. Like he Googled, he did the, the assignment. Yeah, he did the assignment. I remember once, so like when the kids are in kindergarten, they have to, they get an introduction to writing. Mm-hmm. So they had to do a how-to book. So Finnegan, you know, is doing his how-to book. And um, I knew he was doing it. And they, they don't want the parents to do it with them. They want the kids to do it at school. So at the end of the day, all the kindergarten parents are in the gate. And I'm standing there, wait, you know, Bridget is a, is, a, is a little one. And so I'm holding her. And um, the teacher comes out. And she says, Mrs. McCarthy, we, we really need to talk. So I said, okay, you know, <laughs> I'm here, let's go. She says, well, I just want you to know that we don't encourage and we don't, um, we don't encourage and we don't, I can't think of the word she used, support violence. And we certainly don't um, want our kids to think that it's okay. So I said, well, I'm not, we're not violent people. Like, I, don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. She's like, well, Finnegan's how-to book. I said, okay, well, I didn't do the how-to book with him. You did the how-to book. What, is, what did he do? He did how to do the choke slam. First, you find a friend to wrestle with. And he's like, it's a picture of him meeting a friend. Then you take that friend, you grab him by the throat, you throw him down on the ground, you put your foot on his chest and say, that's how you do the choke slam. <laughs> so I looked at her and I said, well, don't beat yourself up. She's like, what? I'm like, don't beat yourself up. Every, you know, one gets past the goalie every now and again. We all make mistakes. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, well, he did this with you. I would never condone violence like this. This is on your watch, not mine. You'll, 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 you know, have a drink of wine tonight. You'll be okay. She's like, oh my God, you're absolutely right. I'm like, well, what did you think? This was my fault. I said, if you had him do the assignment at home, I would have said, Finnegan, you can't do how to do the chokes then. It's inappropriate. You obviously didn't feel that way and you let one get by you. I get it. We all make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to try and put it on me. <laughs> Are you joking? No. <laughs> you can't make this up. She's like, you know what? Never mind. Have a good day. I'm like, nice yep. to see you. They <laughs> <Yep. laughs> yell at me. Like, I don't know if it made her feel, you know, powerful, important or what, but, you know, take your choke slam book and shove it. <laughs> I don't condone violence. You guys don't be ridiculous. This would never have happened on my watch. This had to be on you. Yeah. <laughs> that that would be something I would love to hear from people. Like uh, an embarrassing <laughs> moment that was only embarrassing because the teacher didn't get it. That's He's right. Well, that's the same thing I said to his teacher. Like, are you yeah. like I didn't I didn't know that he was going to Google his name. It's not like you sent him a letter. I would have been like, oh, you know what? Let him Google my name. Let him Google yeah. your name. Don't have him Google his name. Yeah. But I mean, that, that, that's the teacher's fault for not asking, right? Right. Well, had I known that was going to happen, I might have been like, listen, you might not want to let, you know, Michael Google his name. <laughs> He's going to get a couple of <laughs> Might be a little bit of trouble. Um, and shame on the teacher for not being up on social, you know, pop culture. He should know who his father was. Right. <laughs> take a take the time to figure it out like if you know i i don't know that's bizarre um well he it was like he was upset with me because the word douchebag got past their filter that's not my fault i i don't type in words i mean to sit there i'm sure you've done this when you get the 
computer in the house when the, the kids were babies. Like you have to type in words that aren't allowed. Like Mike and I sat here laughing one night for probably a good hour. Like, you know, ball bag. Like you have to put words. Yes. <laughs> like combinations and like you have to sit there and, and actually get creative. Like well, what word would, would he type in, you know? <laughs> like it's, and it's so juvenile, but you have to think the way a juvenile would. They're not going to think to put these big um, scientific words. They're going to use them. Mm-hmm. And they do, but God would help you if you just type in something simple into your iPhone. I don't know if you've done that, but uh, just go yeah. type something, you know, something that a four-year-old, a, a, four, a, a silly word that a eight-year-old would type in. You type that in, you're getting full-blown porn. It's, oh, yeah. it's upsetting. You know, oh, these yeah. mothers just give their kids TikTok or, um, what was it, Musical.ly's when they had them, or, oh, I'm just going on YouTube. Well, go type in a, an eight-year-old goofy sex in YouTube and see what you get. That scares me, too. You know, yeah. I showed my girlfriend the other day, and she was like, holy crap, I had no idea She's like, I give my daughters the phone all the time. I'm like, yeah, you probably should. Because <laughs> God knows what's going to come up on it. Because it's really just, you know, you're typing Bob the Builder and you add an extra O. You know, you're getting a whole... You're not getting Bob the Builder. He's building something completely different. <laughs> you know what I wanted to ask you? What did you think of our poll today? Oh, I was... We put up that poll of Jon Snow versus Thomas Shelby. I'm so glad you said that Spring just Flame. because I was about to to kind of roll into that basic and, and go from there. Well, I, you know me, I already went over my, my, my moment there with uh, all my bizarre crushes and uh, the Peaky Blinders were just, just going to win. Who are your bizarre crushes? Oh, you know, the whole Star Wars stuff, you know. Oh, your obsession with the Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little weird. You you were talking once before (laughs) on another show about how you are not a handbag person. Oh, yeah. You don't see how anybody could spend so much money or use it as, you know, leverage it for sex in a relationship. I actually found a way to satisfy you. I found online a picture of it. You're going to let, I found online a picture of a handbag that you would probably do something inappropriate for. So it's this handbag. (laughs) So there's, it's a handbag that has um, handles and it could go over the shoulder and it's got a star Wars theme, kind of like a lunchbox when you were a kid. (laughs) But it's it's very oh, yeah. chic. It's very it's got earth tones. It's got a, you know, red leather handles. It looks like it's made very very high end. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna post it on our Twitter site because I think it's something <laughs> you might do something inappropriate for. And that way you can come over to the dark side of handbag <laughs> and join me and all my fun and games. Well, I think, you know, from, from my position, and I should, I should at least say, you know, I'm, I'm hearing from people who aren't exactly the most financially sound people. Like, you know, the girl maybe is working part-time and she's barely covering her bills and her life would not be sustained without her boyfriend or her husband. 
and you know he's taking care of everything else and then he comes home and does all the chores and all of this and he does he does everything because she doesn't she doesn't do any of that so she comes home and sits on the couch and doesn't she's not very helpful with anything else but she wants handbags but that's all very similar to a guy who goes out drinking now the woman does every like in a relationship. Sometimes when she does all the work and raises the kids, does this nothing, and he does, he goes to work, and then he goes out and drinks away money that they don't have. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying yeah, that's right at all. That's very annoying. But it, it's just, it's just sort of like why, why, what, where are you going with it? I, I guess I'm the practical nature of my mind is, okay. So you want him to spend this much money on this item and where are you going with it you're going to stop and shop <laughs> i just don't understand like i, I but it's I, all about how it makes her feel like i, I get I'm sure, I, guess I stand so. up straighter i feel like i i look better even if i have my hair in a ponytail i look like a dish rag if i have my purse on my shoulder oh i'm strutting my stuff i feel so good <laughs> i guess so maybe that's it maybe i guess so i don't so know maybe you we're going to get you this we're going we're to see if this actually exists and i'm going to post it for uh, that right. way everybody who's listening can see if they know how to actually get one of these and we're going to see if you walk around feeling <laughs> you know feeling hot because uh, i i think this was and i got to be honest it's a good looking bag yeah, I mean, it's, I like that it's, you know, kind of earthy tones and. Isn't and, it pretty? Yeah, it's not neon. I would, I couldn't handle neon at all. Yeah, no, I, I think it'd be, I'll have to look at it a little bit closer, but no, I think it would be, it'd be cool. Like it'd be eclectic, which is up my eye, you know, up my alley. But um, I don't know, like I'm already like, how much would this cost? I, I don't. I don't buy things for me. I don't have a good record with anyone buying anything nice for me and it turning out well. Like I don't have good memories of that. Like, I have a really weird past. Uh -huh. Like I never had anyone who like bought something. I was never in good relationships like that. Like it was always like, how dare you have a birthday? And like gifts would get thrown yeah. at me. Like they'd just be like here. And like, I just, I don't know. I just... I, even to this day, and I've been, I've been divorced since 2007. To this day, 12 wow. years, yeah, 12 years later, I still like my birthday comes and goes. I just want my birthday to come and go because it turned into such a awful event. Because well, we can't have that. Your birthday, you know, birthday. like it was just like one of those like I just shelve it because ugh, I just want to get past the day. Yeah, so I we it's one time. of those yeah, but it's one of those like I've never had like make a fuss over your birthday. I don't know about that. Yeah, we're gonna change that <laughs> because you deserve to feel appreciated. It feels good. I think I I think what it it taught me and it's probably made me a little bit more hard nosed and cold to some people who are like, geez, why are you such a hard ass about this? And it's sort of like there is something about and I, I think of it um from you learn this lesson uh, by going to work early and gathering a skill and being really good at what you did and knowing you, you had something that you could take care of yourself, you were good at, uh, and you, you know, you didn't need anybody 
to to take care of you. And, and that was instilled in you very early um, due to ridiculous decisions on my part. I had to kind of fix the problems after they happened in my life and, you know, go to school with kids and work and get the degree and, you know, just crawl my way, you know, back up. And I, so I look at things much, much differently now. Like I would never, you know, want someone to spend money like this because I think of this and I think about things I should be doing practically. I get that. I'm just, I, 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 I and I know I, I would have to meet somebody who had so much money who I'm okay. not trying to, I'm not trying to meet, but who has so much money that this type of thing wouldn't even make them blink. Or, but it would still they, make me uncomfortable. Want, but they want you to have something that they think you would like. And it might not be a purse. It could be something else, but because yeah. it makes you feel like it makes them feel so good giving it to you and allowing yourself to open your mind to that. That's where you have trouble because you, 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 yeah, you don't want to, you have this idea. You're putting them out. Like, Oh, I'm putting them out. They should be doing this for me. There's a million other things they could be doing almost like, Oh, I'm not worth that. And that's not true. Yeah, I I, that, Some, I think I think know, that's where I'm at. Just because I'm I'm also not in a position of having anyone by you know by choice, but it's yeah I'm not in that position, so my mind isn't quite you know where it needs to be to actually like allow that thought to come in. But like I I definitely know what it is because like I do things you know I I do some different charity work, mm-hmm. and it's it's some of the stuff that's kept me sane just because it's stuff I've done, you know, almost my whole life. It's, you know, things that have meant something to me. And, um, you know, think about the people on the receiving end. I know. And I know, and I do this. You're a charity case. I don't mean it like that because that's how it sounded at first. That's not what I mean at all, but it's nice. It feels so good to do something for somebody else that they're going to appreciate, that they appreciate. Right. And, Regardless of what it is, if that person is giving you something and they're getting so much joy out of giving it to you, right. that's, that's where it comes from. Like, I mean, think about kids when they make, you know, pottery in second grade. Yeah. I mean, believe me, nobody needs that sitting on their desk because if it, if it didn't have any emotional value, it, right. would, it, would, be, it would be annoying to have. But you add that even the smallest amount of sentiment from your kid that gave it to you. And for me, it's, it doesn't even have to be my kid. It could be, oh, my God, a, a seven-year-old made this and right. gave it to me. You know how much it meant to them to give it to you. Like it's, right. As soon as sentimental value comes into play. So you have to, like, I think in everybody in their own way has to deal with accepting that somebody wants them to be happy because I think in a lot of situations you have relationships where people spend so much time not wanting to, you to be happy that you start to believe that you shouldn't be happy and right. it's to break that habit because it is exactly that. It is a habit. In my opinion, it's a habit and it's, yeah. you know, you have to learn how to give yourself, get, you have to get in the habit of saying I'm worth it. I'm awesome. Of course, I, I earned this. I deserve this. I'm, yeah, you know what? I deserve, I yeah. deserve that fucking bag. 
you know, and it makes me feel good to have it. So I'm going to buy it, whether he buys it for me or I buy it for myself. And, right. you know, it might not be for you. It might be Star Wars socks. For somebody else, it might be, you know, there's plenty of women who have obsessed, you know, obsessed with Hummels or somebody else is obsessed with whatever it is. Right. But whatever it is for you, someone has to, when someone gives you that right. equivalent, that's, you deserve it. You deserve to have that. <laughs> right now, right now it's, it's like Barstool hoodies. <laughs> If that's what it is, then that's what it is. There's no judgment here. It's really funny. I just like sit there and I'm like, oh, I want that one. I scroll. That's good. I want that one. Make sure you put on our our Twitter page exactly the ones you want. Oh, yeah. That way, anybody who out there decides they want a vital malleus. Nope. Stool hoodie. No, that's going to get returned. Why? So I would return. You know, I there's nothing no. wrong with just saying I, thank you. Okay? No, you know, I have, no, no, no. I can say thank you and return it so Why that they got their money it? back. I don't want people spending their money on me. I'm just, I'm so weird. I'm so weird about it. Well, when you send it to O'Malley, you can send it to me. I'll give it to her. And then, you know what? Don't put a return. This address. is not what we were Just write in the card, you're fucking welcome. Okay? <laughs> or just shove it. <laughs> Oh God, we weren't talking about me. <laughs> so we should be talking about you. Yeah, that's fantastic. So the Twitter poll. Um, the Twitter poll. The John Twitter Snow poll versus Thomas Shelby, and the results. I got to be honest with you. I'm 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 extremely impressed because so far we have had 334 voters, and it is almost even. It's 44 percent for Thomas Shelby, who took the lead very early on. Right. And now it's 56 to 44, John Snow. Yeah. Well, Thomas Shelby had like a really quick start with like, like a 20 or 30 um, voters. And then, yeah, I was working and I like popped on and, and looked at something and man, John Snow was like way ahead. And I was like, yeah. man, it was as if no one heard of Thomas Shelby. I That's was like, right? what happened and there are stark differences between them do you like that see what i did there yes um (laughs) there are i mean they are very very different characters very different in appearance very different in ideals very different in you know how one's humble one's not like i think right they're very i mean i think it's extremely tough i wish i knew i wish i was able to see the demographic of voters I know, like, there's a couple of people have written me on the side and were like, you know, like, I think the the men might like Thomas Shelby better. So this is the thing I said, I retweeted it and I said, ooh, it's getting closer. You know, Annie and I want to know which, uh, which one you would pick or which one would you let your partner have a hall pass with? And oh, it was just sort of like, that. when did you write that? How did I miss that? I like that. Three hours ago. Oh, <laughs> I was putting people to bed and doing I things. know. So if you, yeah, if you, want to, yeah if you want to retweet that or, or what have you. But, um, I love that. But yeah, this is for, you know, the guys too. Like, we don't care. That's another thing is... We, yeah, we, we really don't care. So if there's people who have, you know, questions about different things and 
Oh yeah, it's okay. Our, you know, our ask me anything. Our thing has nothing to do with you know men and you know women, you know tradition, you know those traditional types, you know relationships. Yeah. So, well, there is. But, you know, I think that cookie cutter thing doesn't exist. I think it's all nope. people make of it. But. A lot of people assume that everybody that is oh look at that couple, man and wife, they're normal. Nope. I know more people who have very different, different lives as soon as their doors are closed. Oh, you never know what's going on in a relationship. I had, I had a very good friend who married um, a girl that he met. He was a little bit older than me and he had gone out West to school, but gone back East to, um, um, to go home and, and work. And he met a girl and um, she, he was the one guy that she would be with. But other than that, she was, com- she, she was bi, but she was completely like her whole, her whole desire. Like if she looked at anyone or whatever, it was always a woman. Like, how do you know that you was it? dress up as a woman when they were alone together? Do you well, don't? I know. Well, that I don't know. I do. I do That's know right. a lot of. I do know a lot of it. Like, she would take and go with her friends, and they would. She just they'd rent a limo. He would usually. He would go sometimes, but he'd stay home in the later years. And she would go to the strip clubs, and they would have a you know a fun night and whatnot, whatever. And she'd come home, and he'd be in the spare bedroom because she knew. Uh, he knew when she came home, they'd be up dancing and doing whatever, but they'd all end up in bed, in his oh. bed, not with he him, okay with it. but like she did, she did her thing. And then sometimes there was, you know, I don't know, five, 10 times during their marriage that, you know, he got involved in, or, you know, I was like, Hey, you, you come in, but his, you know, her life he was liked his life. Yeah, it was just kind of weird. He like she she never had a wandering eye for men. It was always for women, and this was how he their didn't relationship. See it as cheating. Some people don't see. Yeah, if, you, if it's the same team, they don't see right. cheating because it's yeah. something that he can't do anyway. He can't satisfy her in that way. So that's not cheating. Another man could could satisfy her the same right. one. So he would see that as cheating. Right. But I mean, what, we're talking about an executive, like somebody. I, I, I say like, it like I know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Like, like, you know. Uh, um. Right. But we're talking about people who, you know, had lived in a, you know, very, very upscale neighborhood with, you know, with amazing cars and, you know, that type of lifestyle and multiple homes. And this was the life. And, you know, nobody knew it. Unless you were in that like inner circle. Yeah. I mean, there is, I'm telling you, there are. And there are more people like that than people realize. So people going around and saying, oh no, we only can only have these types of marriages. We can only have husband and wife. Like, well, let me tell That's you. That's why I think there's so many problems. I mean, I mean, look at, look for perfect example. Look at the church. And I don't want to, I'm, I'm not looking to go down a rabbit hole with that, but the church is, a, in my opinion, a perfect example. You start putting so many these strict limitations, you're gonna you're gonna have. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna derail, and it's gonna derail. It's gonna be 
Same thing with kids. You say, don't do this. What's the first thing? Adam and Eve, don't eat the apple. You tell a kid, whatever you do, do not go in that room while I'm gone. I can tell you right now, the first room I'm going in, the second I hear that garage door shut and stop making a sound. (laughs) You know, like it's, you, you can't say don't, don't, don't. This is how it has to be. That never works. No, it's back to the control issue. Like, oh God, yes. Or I'm not going to be controlled. You know. Oh yeah, I. That was me. I wasn't the control. Me. I am not the controller. I am the one who's going to buck any control <laughs> throw in my direction. Which is why I don't care about. You can have location services on me all you want. This not anything. It doesn't matter. You can you can follow me to the ends of the earth. I will not be controlled. Yeah. That's that's one thing. <laughs> I've gotten a few DMs about like, you know, maybe you should be this way or maybe you should be that way or you know. There's been a few guys of <laughs> uh they don't get it. They're just so clueless. They actually think that just because they have a male name and a male picture and they're going to come off male-like that they're going to tell me what to do. I'm like, player, <laughs> I own my own home and I have raised children who are eight, who can all vote. <laughs> I don't care who you are. You're not telling me what to do. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> Go home and play a video game that you can control because you're not controlling me. <laughs> so. Yeah. I think that's, a, it's, I think because for some reason that's a human nature thing. Yeah. Like, like you never really, you never ever know what's going on in a relationship. So I don't know. What's the, tell me what, did anything strange happen to you this week? Yeah, but I don't know if I can get into, I mean, I don't know if it's, I'm going to be able to get it out quickly enough. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Popcorn. <laughs> I mean, I was the, the weird. I was gonna. I was. I was going to say it was the strangest thing. The other day, I was peeling carrots, and my daughter walked in, and she's like, "Who's smoking in here?" <laughs> what? <laughs> we came up to. We came down to the conclusion that peeling carrots smells like somebody was smoking. I thought that was the bizarrest, one of the most bizarre things that I've ever had happened. Like, who? Th- you know, it was a, just a weird experience, but it really does. Think that. <laughs> Wow. The scent of a carrot smelled just like cigarette smoke. It blew my mind the other day. And I, if she didn't say it, I would have never associated it. So then I was like, you know, I kept him in a wet bounty and I came back later and I'm like, it smells like an ashtray. <laughs> That's bizarre. And she's never around cigarette smoke. So right. it's, a, it's, def, it's definitely a distinct odor for her. So whenever she smells, I mean, the scent is unmistakable. But I guess as kids, we grew up with it so much. It was like in our face in bars and, you know, in a grandparent's house or whatever. We never really thought about it. Right. But, uh, yeah, I was peeling carrots and she walked and she goes, Ugh, who's smoking in here? <laughs> like you'd ever allow that. Like I would ever allow that. Like, first of all, who's no, I don't even know anybody that smokes. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I, I think the, the bizarre stuff happened at work, which would just be really tedious and trying to explain. And, oh, that's a whole other thing. What do you think about this new trend with false eyelashes? Have you seen this? The magnetic ones? Is yeah, they, have, they have all different kinds. It, it's like, I, it makes me laugh. Like all of a sudden, like these moms are showing up at pickup with these like falsies. Like one, one mom looked like a dude the other day. I didn't have the heart to tell her she looked like a tranny. But I mean, I mean not that I would. I, even if I had the heart, I still wouldn't. But it's, it's ridiculous because they, I mean, some of them look really pretty. Like my one girlfriend, 
um, Nikki, she gets them done and they look, I mean, there's, she looks stunning with a, doesn't wear any mother makeup and they look great. But then some of these other, I'm like, Oh, how are you done? They sit there for like an hour and a half while they put all these individual, like some of them glue up, they glue them, I guess. And they just stay on for like, like three weeks they get out of them. And then like, by like a week and a half in, like they'll go back and get them like filled in. It's such a, it's such a bizarre phenomenon to me. I can't get my mind around it. It's, and it's comical to watch them walk in with like have nothing. And the next day they have these like big dough eyes. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do. I guess it's better than a tattoo because it's not permanent. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. I, mm. well, Okay, so I, for one thing, I can't, I, I can't say, talk gonna... just because I, I have something that like people forget about and then once in a while they'll see me and they're like, oh my God, I totally forgot you had that. And I'm like, what do you have? Do, I, I have 13 piercings. I, I don't think about it. Like I, I seriously don't think about it. It must be terrible for you in cold weather. Because no. I know my earrings get super cold. The metal. No, not at all. Weather. No. If that doesn't happen to you. I can't wear earrings if it gets super cold because my earlobes freeze because the metal in the, in the post gets super cold. Yeah. I don't have those frozen. normal posts. So, Where do you have them? So when, so I went, when I got them done, I had them done at a, uh, one of those tattoo parlors that has like the actual like a good piercer who right. knows what they're doing and like has a piercing room. I liked getting them done and I liked having, <laughs> I liked having the needle. I liked having the needle piercing. Like there was just something about it. Like I was like, you're like my friend, Jimmy. He likes getting Novocaine when he goes to the dentist. Yeah. Yeah. Do I don't like that too. Well, I don't know if I like it. I I'm just sort of like, I just know that things are getting fixed and, you know, I had, you know, crowding with my, my, um, oh, the wisdom teeth, wisdom teeth, and it caused problems. And so I'm still like combating that. It wasn't, you know, so it, because of that, I, you know, every time I go, I'm like, Ooh, I'm just that much closer to having, you know, things done that, that, you know, means something to me. So, right. So where do you um, have them? I see the nose. So yeah, they're on the, so they're on here. Do you take them off when you get on the scale? <laughs> <laughs> no, see how lightweight they are and they just go around. And then I have my nose. My girlfriend has the one where she had, had one poked into her chest. No. Yeah, no, I've it's, seen that. It's like, so, no. It actually is so pretty. It freaks me out to like the first couple of times I saw it. No. But now I'm kind of like, I'm used to it now. And like it upsets me sometimes because I'm like, well, at least we know if you choke on something, we can get, we know how to kind of get the air. <laughs> but it looks pretty when she's wearing a V-neck or something, but I don't think I could do that. I couldn't, I don't think I could do that. And I know I'm pro piercing. I'm pro tattoo, you know, like, I don't know. How but, many tattoos do you have? I don't have any tattoos. How just, do you not have a tattoo? I know. I, it's a whole thing. I don't want to let my mother down. <laughs> Why would you tell her? Because I have such guilt. Because she would like, I don't know. Don't like tell I her. just, I know. I I've thought about she that. She doesn't even know we have a podcast. I know. 
neither does mine. I, yeah. I don't think I don't think my mother knows what exactly. social media anyway. I know, but I just haven't done it. And it's also one of those like right now, if I'm gonna spend money on something, I'm not gonna spend it on a tattoo. <gasps> That's what he could buy you. He could buy you a tattoo. Who is this he? I don't know. We're gonna find him. Yeah. My mother would say if she found out I had a podcast or a tattoo. She, she would ask like, you what is a podcast. What happened? <laughs> you got a tattoo? <laughs> oh my God. Where did you get this tattoo? <laughs> it would be the longest sentence. <laughs> I love the fact that you said that you told me once that if, if, Mike, if Large is on Barstool Breakfast and he's ever doing a voice and it's supposed to sound like an old Jewish man, that it's not, that it's really your mom. It is my mother. 150% my mother. Someone could actually give him a hard time and be like, oh, how could you make fun of... And he'd be like, no, no, no. I'm not making fun of any race, nothing. That is strictly... And then it would be like, oh yeah, prove it. And then he would dial her and she would say, hello. <laughs> Hi, Mike. You know, <laughs> she can, and she's happy. She's, you know, she's, that's her being upbeat and happy. Yeah, that, that is her upbeat and happy. Oh. I, I think you've told me her, <laughs> why can't you let me just be miserable? <laughs> oh yeah. That's exactly, that's exactly what she said to me. She was telling me a story and I said, well, look at the bright side. You, you know, you, it's nice to have options to go places. She was upset. Her cousin was coming, but she couldn't do it because she had too many things to do. Yeah. And I said, well, what, you know, it's nice that you have options. Can't I just sit here and be disappointed? <laughs> Why won't you just let me be disappointed? Like, uh, All okay. Right. All right. I should say it was more like, why can't I just sit here? And be disappointed. <laughs> she's, oh, she's exhausted. I don't know how I see. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. So yeah. So the the eyelash thing. False I eyelashes. I, I guess I can't. I don't know enough about it. I don't know why they'd want it. I've always had eyelashes without mascara that hit my glasses. Just That's how mine are long. But it's freaky to see people just show up completely physically yeah. altered when you don't expect it. And I guess they figure, you know, and it's not the moms I would have expected. I put my foot in my mouth a couple months ago. Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> you, know you go to these things where, like, the, a bunch of the moms get together because they have to plan something, whether it's the, you know, the auction or the fundraiser for this or the other you know, thing. So it was at this woman's house that was very very stately and very organized and everything in her house is very white and very pink. And there was like a, like a, like she had the room set up where everybody sat around her in like a, you know, a horseshoe and she, they, everybody had, like it was on sofas and love seats that she had in a horseshoe shape, horseshoe shape, but she was sitting in like a club chair in the middle of everybody. So she could ever look at everybody like she was holding court and, um, you know, like there's that uncomfortable silence when people like, like all the moms are there, they say hello, they get their coffee, they sit down and now they're silent. Like nobody knows what to say. Guess who has to say something to break the silence? Oh yeah. Oh, I said, this is a perfect room. Would you just come in here and just practice different accents? <laughs> that did not go over very well at all. 
because everyone was like, everyone just kind of looked at me and she started laughing like maniacally. Like, and I don't even know like what necessarily was funny about it because it really wasn't funny. It was just something stupid that I couldn't control myself from saying. And she started laughing, like over laughing, kind of like, like what's his name from Cape Fear? Remember when- uh-huh. When, uh, in the theater and he's just laughing what, and what laughing. was it? Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's how she started laughing. So now like some of the moms who were there that were my friends start laughing because now they're like, you're such an asshole. Like yeah. I can't help <laughs> Like we're laughing at this. And then a couple of the other moms were like, like chuckling because they don't know what to, like they can't think for themselves. So now they see the two separate, like, you know, the greasers and the socials both laughing. Oh, so yeah. they don't know which team they're on. So they're both, you know, oh my God. I got, I didn't get asked back. <laughs> I didn't get asked back. So, you know, note to self, don't try to break the silence. But like, like I would have expected like those moms to be the ones to come out with the, but it's not, it's like the, it's like the paddle moms, like the moms who don't necessarily like wear tennis outfits in, in November. Okay. You know, like I'm, I'm very, which is another group I don't fit in with, but, um, yeah, like you ever see these women come out these little short tennis skirts? Like they'll have like a ball tucked under their underwear, and I'm like, all right, it's December. Like, yeah, you're not like you can you were that means you sat on the ball to come here to get your kid, or you got out of the car and and you know strategically the ball. The ball. <laughs> you know, you want to hit the ball, but not like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Lady, we don't need to see your balls. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> put the balls away. <laughs> but what's with these mothers? Can you I mean, imagine sitting on all while you're driving? Seriously, like, what? Did, how did the ball get there when they got? Like, what did they? They didn't sit on it, so they put the ball back so that someone could see them in their tank top and their tennis skirt. So that what? So someone could say, "Are you coming from paddle?" It's it's. It's 27 degrees out. Why are you playing paddle like that? I, and if you are, then, then you're, letting every, you're, you're letting your crazy show. Wow. That is, that is bizarre. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm invited to things because yeah. I have opinions. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't know about the, the whole eyelash thing. To me, it would just be like, look, I, I don't even put on makeup. I, the most I do is... Uh, the lip balm I sent you. Yes. I, I did that. I do that a I few times. A, I do that a few times a day. I don't have problems in the winter anymore. Like I, I searched high and low for something that would allow me to, you know, go through winter without dry lips, without like having anything, you know, peeling or anything without cracked. You know, you know what it's good for though? It's amazing. I rub it in. Like I put a little bit on and then I kind of rub it around the outside. It yeah. helps my cuticles. Yes. It in. <laughs> I, I take that excess and I put it on my elbows and then I run it over my nail bed. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. That was right. great. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, it's great. So that's what I do. Um, if I, if I do throw on anything else, it'll just be like mascara or something. I just, I just don't. That's me. As you can see, I have mascara running down my face. I tell you what, if anybody wanted us as a sponsor for, <laughs> balm, yeah. I, we go through so much lip balm between the two of us. We yeah. would be thrilled to try yours. Yeah. Especially oh. if you don't have to pay us for it. Absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would, I would, I would promote the shit out of good. Yeah. Balm. Anything that has to do with, you know, 
salves and lotions. Yeah. And, oh, that would be so or nice. Or making life easier or, you know, solving little problems that, you know, we need to have solved. But um, I know that we were going to go over some, um, well, we haven't quite named it yet, but we were going to kind of try to pick something. Oh, speaking and, of picking something. Don't you find that wedgies equally as annoying as it is satisfying? <laughs> you said picking, so I couldn't let that go. <laughs> tell I'll me tell you what, what wedgie was annoying <laughs> and satisfying was, was the one Dave got when he got pulled out of oh. the... <laughs> I mean, Indulge on the situation that you're referring to because no one pro, knows... What- right, such a pro move because when Dave Portnoy, the uh, um, founder of uh, Barstool Sports, is sitting in his paid seat at the Super Bowl, um, had the NFL crazy watchdogs uh, approach him and ask him to leave. Um, and he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was not drunk. He was not belligerent. He was sitting there in his paid seat. So he had no reason why he shouldn't have been there. And they said, well, if we're not going to, you know, if you're not going to leave, we're going to take you. And he had already been removed from something else because Roger just, Roger Goodell is just, has this has this thing for him he won't let him go anywhere so he'd already had a incident earlier in the week where where they uh removed him from not doing anything wrong um but he was standing at the time and he says man i wish i could have just gone limp you know you can't go limp as easily when you're standing already or you think your face is gonna hit the ground right but he was sitting he was sitting in his seat again his paid seat one he paid for and um yeah so he was like if you're you know if, if I'm leaving it's because you, you're taking me out of here and the so picture of his feet when it was being dragged yeah. up. <laughs> they, the, the line that that large said was the FDR that, uh, yeah all of a sudden you know I I forgot how he he, he oh, I'll have to look it up something. because I was dying he, he prefaced it with you know um, goes to, I don't know, goes something about going to a Super Bowl or whatever, and all of a sudden needs FDR. But uh, it was just hilarious because Dave gets, you know, dragged out. And one of the guys, as he's getting dragged out, you know, does this extra move where he kind of like puts his fingers, hands through like Dave's like gene loop and then like oh, pulls so up and like gives him a wedgie. And I'm like, wow, that was. That was just aggressive and unneeded and large vote security Talk shows up and Portnoy turns into FDR. Fucking classic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told it, my mother-in-law when he said that, when he tweeted that, and she goes, he's so brilliant. His mind, the way his mind works. Exactly. <laughs> no, gave, it was. Goes, it was he great. gave such a good visual, didn't he? <laughs> And out and love strange, so we learn the dark 
Think of the tender things that we were working on 